Welcome to our first podcast. This is our pick of the best constellations and asterisms visible in the Northern Hemisphere night sky throughout the summer months. If you need any help finding any of these constellations we mention, you can always download one of the many apps available, such as Sky Safari or Stellarium, which will show you exactly where to look. And if you do use your smartphone to view the night sky, don't forget to switch it to red light mode. Your eyes will adapt to the dark over time and you'll be able to see more stars. There's nothing worse than a bright white light to ruin your adapted vision. So to celebrate summer, here are my top five constellations and asterisms visible in a night sky. And if you need any more information, hop over to our website. They're all on there too. So let's start with the summer triangle. It's high in the south and southeast all night through the summer. There's no better place to start the summer skies than with the spectacular summer triangle. It isn't actually a constellation, it's an asterism, an unofficial but recognisable group of stars. We'll come on to more of those later. Two of its corners are Altair in the constellation Aquila, the eagle, and Vega in Lyra, the harp. They're about 16 and 25 light years away, so just down the road as these things go. Deneb is the tail of Cygnus, the swan. And it's an outstanding 2,000 light years away and one of the most distant stars you can see with the naked eye. It is amazing to watch the eagle and the swan soar high overhead as the triangle crosses the sky all summer. But believe it or not, these stars will even be with us into autumn and into winter. While we're in the south, if we move slightly eastwards, low along the southern horizon, we come to Scorpius, and for my money, no single group of stars is more summery than Scorpius, the scorpion. It's one of the few in the sky that actually looks like what it's supposed to be. Look for Antares, the bright red giant star. It's about 550 light years away and it's at the heart of Scorpion. And then imagine the stars Acrab, Duba and Nur at its head and claws. Whilst we're looking in the south, if we move slightly east along the southern horizon, we come to Sagittarius. Most of the stars are dim and indistinct, but its brightest few come together to form the teapot asterism. In August, as the nights start to get a little longer, you might be able to see what looks like a little bit of steam blowing out of the teapot's spout. The centre of our galaxy is out in that direction, and that steam is combined light of countless stars blending together into the milky glow that gave our galaxy its name. These stars follow just behind Scorpion as the nights go on. Together they're a funny pair. Just picture it, a scorpion running, screaming as a ferocious teapot chases it across the sky. Now let's move on to Corona Borealis. So where is it visible? So it's towards the southeast in June, southwest in July, and west in August, so it moves around a bit. If you follow the curve of the plough's handle towards the southwest, the next bright star you reach is Arcturus, which is in Bootes. From there, it's just a quick hop towards the east, generally towards the left to Corona Borealis. The Northern Crown is one of the original 48 constellations and one of the smallest of the 88 modern constellations. All its stars are third and fourth magnitude, arranged in a beautiful but incomplete ring with Alfeca in the middle. We often think of it as a springtime group. 
It's an amazing sight setting into what seems to be an impossible slow August dusk. High in the south and southeast all summer, we have Delphinius. Wrapped within the summer triangle are five smaller constellations Lyra, Vulpecula, Sagitta, Delphinius, and Eculis. It's small and dim, but the first time you see it, the dolphin's main asterism is a real hey, look at that, type of sight that certainly stands out among some of the other dim stars within the triangle. Look for its long, thin tail extending towards the south from its diamond-shaped head. I love to imagine it racing and diving across the sky as the summer nights go on. And finally, we have an honourable mention of Hercules. Hercules is a wonderful summer constellation, but it's high, dim, broad, and often hard to find in suburban skies. You might actually find it a little easier to see later autumn. So use one of the apps to see if you can find Hercules. So there you have the top five constellations. See if you can spot them in the night sky. We'll be doing more of these podcasts as the weeks go on, focusing on different parts of the sky and different stars and different planets and different asterisms and constellations. So I'll say goodbye for now and speak to you soon.